This week on Songs from the Cellar, I have Larry Gallon in the house. Songs from the Cellar and go. Everybody, welcome to Songs from the Cellar. Okay, today, one of my heroes is here in this room with me, Mr. Larry Gatlin. I mean, one of the greatest singer-songwriters, I think, ever in this business. So I... Thank you, young man. Gosh, How are no, you? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm wonderful, but I really appreciate you doing this. Well, you're I was very so kind. excited. This is a, this is a wonderful atmosphere <laughs> right here. We're just going to... crazy? Let's like, make up some stuff. We are going to do that today, yeah. for sure. How have you met my brother? I am greatly blessed. Well, aren't we I all? really am. I, I, my friend Bill Gaither called me one day, and he said, How are you? I said, well, I'm a greatly blessed, highly favored, and perfect, but forgiven child of God. Well, there you go. He said, well, you know we got to write that. I said, yeah, why do you think I told you? That's right. So I went over there, and we wrote it, and then about two weeks later, after we recorded a little demo, he said, I don't like it. I said, what's wrong with it? He said, I don't like the melody. I said, it's a beautiful melody. I wrote it while you were in the bathroom. <laughs> he said, I want it to sound like all the gold in California. I said, we don't have to tell anybody, you know, ask anybody's you know, permission. So he wrote it. Greatly blessed. And highly favored, <laughs> imperfect but forgiven child of God. You can steal from yourself. That's what's so good about this. Yeah, business. you don't have to ask anybody's permission. I know. That's awesome. Well, it worked. It worked really big the first time. <laughs> you know, it doesn't get any better. I was, well, we were talking about it. It's thank like, God. We said it's like the sweet home Alabama uh, free bird of country music <laughs> harmonies for sure. I mean. I mean, we all, we've all sung that song, and uh, I mean, I just, I, we grew up listening to, to, to all that, and, and, and it's just awesome. So I couldn't, you know, we had to make sure we had David here today and Jeff. Sure. So they're, you know, they're, uh, they're the Gatlin brothers. Uh, Other brothers. <laughs> Other brothers. I love it. I love that. Well, we've been very blessed. They're great guys. They're my best friends. We still, you know, uh, this is our 65th year. No way. Of singing together. Wow. We started when I was barely... Almost seven years old. Y'all were in church so, too, doing a lot of that stuff. We did. That's up. where we learned that harmony, old gospel. You know, the yeah. Blackwood Brothers in Memphis. Absolutely. That was Elvis's favorite group, and the Statesman Quartet, and that old, uh, that old gospel family harmony is, is yeah. you know, it bought me a big house with a circle drive and a color TV. Yeah, you guys still tour a lot. I mean, y'all are on the road a bunch. I mean, I've been seeing you know you're all we tour too, and it's like and here comes Larry Gatlin and Gatlin Brothers. You know, we do about seventy. Days a year, we do the Opry. You know, I do the yeah. Opry Classics, which you've right. been on with me before. Yep. And I do a few little solo deals. I love to sing music for people. You know, yeah. uh, that old deal about the man who loves his job is always on vacation. Yeah, I mean, so, that's, and, and the Opry, too. I mean, that's, you know, you're such a, you know, big, huge part of that. I mean, I, I love coming, especially, you know, when you're there. And it's like Vince is there a lot. And, and uh, people ask all the time, you know, what it's like, you know, to be on that stage, you know, with, um, with your heroes. And a lot of the new artists, you know. And um, I remember they introduced Phil Vassar as Sylvester the first time I was on there. So Sylvester? Pretty, yeah, it was pretty well, who good. Who did that? I think it was Porter. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name again? Phil Vassar. It's Sylvester. Sylvester is here coming up. I'm like, oh, Well, man. you know, people, as you get a little older, you forget things, you know. Oh, well, well at Grandpa Jones one time, they asked him to say the blessing, you know, and he blessed all the food. It was at Thanksgiving or something. He said, and we ask all of this in the name of... Uh, 
Oh, I know the boy's name as well as I know my own. Oh, yeah, name of Jesus, amen. <laughs> I know the boy's name as well as... So the older you get, you know, it's it kind of hard to reach back there and remember everything. Who was your heroes when you grew up listening to what kind of, you know... Well, Besides know, gospel. Uh, gospel was a, a huge influence. We, uh, when, when I was 10 or 11, we won a Shetland pony. The <laughs> second prize was uh, uh, dinner for four at the Chinese restaurant in Midland, 20 <laughs> miles away. So Shetland ponies, Chinese. Anyway, yeah, we'll take that. Uh, but Texas second Chinese. prize uh, went to a little group from Wink, Texas, just right down the road. And nobody ever really heard of the group much, but their lead singer was pretty good. Roy Orbison. Oh, no way. Uh, yeah, when I was 10, no and Roy, was, Roy was 17. So, that guy. So Roy is, you know, was one of my dear friends, and, and oh. golly, maybe the most incredible voice. Well, oh. Elvis was great, and Roy Orbison was Elvis's favorite singer. I mean, I, absolutely. So, you know, so uh, it, it was an incredible. I had a, a crazy Uncle James who played great jazz piano, and he turned me on to Tony Bennett, Ella Fitzgerald, oh, Frank yeah. Sinatra, and Nat King Cole, and Johnny Mathis. Oh. And the groups, the the Mills Brothers, the Ames Brothers, the, uh, the Four oh. Freshmen, Four oh, Preps, yeah. that Anita Kerr singers, that kind of, oh, you know, really beautiful. Oh, yeah. So I had a, a and had a, a wonderful choir, uh, choir choral program there, uh, Dr. Maurice Alford, my choir director. So we had all kind of classical choir music. Uh, we had eight or ten people in the Allstate Choir every year and sang some really pretty highbrow stuff, right. you know. Yeah. So I had a varied musical education. Yeah. You know, I'm very grateful for that. Well, I mean, it's just, I think it's probably, that reflects, you know, so much in your writing. You know, there's, it's so, I mean, I, I don't know, man. It's like, uh, you know, you're one of the first artists I ever really got, you know, country artists I ever got into at all because it was just like, some of it was a little too, a little twangy. I like always loved Buck, and I always loved you know Larry Gatlin, and I always loved you. And of course, my dad was such a huge George Jones fan, sure. so it was just. Uh, but as far as singer songwriters, you know, that's what I always got. You know, I always looked at the, the credits, and uh, I mean, you, you've had everybody, Elvis. I mean, you've had cuts by Elvis. Who's, who can say that? I mean, yeah. Elvis or Streisand or who? I mean, some of the list of. Some of the folks that I, I mean, I, that's just that I know of. I'm sure there's like a list goes well, on and on. You I, know, Dottie West moved me here to Nashville, yeah. brought Janice and me here in and What a great. Uh, you know, and I miss her every day. Great songwriter. She loves uh, songs. And she said, you look enough like Mickey Newberry. you got to be able to write oh, a song. Oh, God, Mickey, man. So Mickey, and she brought me here. And I went on the road with Dottie a, a few times. And one night we came home. We got home really early in the morning to her house over on Shires Hill, not far from here. Yeah. And uh, Willie was asleep on the couch. <laughs> Roger was asleep on the floor and Chris was asleep in a chair in Dottie's living room. I mean, it was Songwriter oh Central. God, they all awesome. had keys, and when they would come home, they wouldn't go to a hotel, they'd go to Dottie's house. Wow. So from my first day when I got here, she you know, introduced me to, uh, to Red Lane, you know, great songwriter, oh, singer. Yeah. And so uh, my, that education came as a result of Dottie encouraging me and introducing me to those great song craftsmen. So uh, if I know anything about it, I, I learned it from them. Well, that's cool, man. Well, thanks for being here, buddy. We're going to sing some songs today. I'm really, really excited. And, uh, and thanks so much. I mean, you have no idea Thank how happy I'm going to be here. Man. We'll be right back. Songs from the Cellar with Larry Gatlin. I think one of my favorite things is talking about, like, um, you know, why you wrote songs or why, you know, it's always my favorite thing. That's kind of why 
I always wanted to do this show. Mm-hmm. You know, talking with Croppersman and yeah. John and all of us. You know, it's you know we all have our um, you know pretty funny stories about why we wrote certain songs. We were just talking about Houston, um, and, and, and it's such a road song. We all tour all the time, right? You know, and that's why I think it's such a great. Well, here's what happened. We were at Exarbon. Exarbon is the uh, Nebraska State Fair. They don't call it the Nebraska State Fair. They call it Exarbon. That wow. is Nebraska spelled backwards. <laughs> Go figure. Go look at it. Is that for real? That is for real. They call it Exarbon. <laughs> so we did the shows. The next day, we were going to do the Cheyenne Rodeo in Cheyenne, Wyoming. So I had an interview to do that morning. The guys took the buses, and they left that night after the show. Well, I took the plane the next day from Omaha to Denver and was driving up to Cheyenne. It was the first time we were going to get to sing at that big, you know, one of the oldest rodeos. Oh, yeah. So I said, I'll write us a little song. So I went to Cheyenne means I'm one day closer to you. Cheyenne means the last day. I mean, it was touchy-feely, warm, and fun. <laughs> oh, wow. It was kind of during that time when uh, the writers in Nashville, we were kind of trying to get in touch with our inner Paul sign. You know? <laughs> like, uh, you know. So anyway, I got there, got to the rodeo, got to the rodeo ground, went up on stage, and taught the band that Soundcheck taught them. Cheyenne means I'm one day closer to you. Brother Steve Gatlin said, you know, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so that doesn't sound like a rodeo at all. We ain't going to do that tonight. He said, tomorrow we're going to be at the biggest rodeo in the world, in our home state of Texas, right. and said, if you'll take that little, Cheyenne means I'm one day closer to you, and put it in a little 4-4 four, four shuffle yeah. so some cowboys and cowgirls can dance along to it, you might have something. So, you ready, boys? It turned from, Cheyenne means I'm one day closer to you. It turned into a one, two, three. Houston, Houston means that I'm one day closer to you. All right. Yeah, Houston, Houston means the last day of a touring world food. Yeah, honey, you have God in heaven above. No, I love what I do for a living. I really do. But Houston, Houston means that I'm one day closer to you. Well, now singing at the world's biggest rodeo show was a great time for me to guide. Ah, but when I'm away from you, honey, time always never flies. Sleeping all alone in that holiday hotel show makes cowboy blue. But here I am in Houston and I'm one day closer to you. Come on in, brothers. Yeah, Houston. Houston means that I'm one day closer to you. Yeah, honey, Houston. Houston means the last day of the tour where we flew. Yeah, lady, you and God in heaven above. No, I love what I do for a living. I really do. But Houston, Houston means that I'm one day closer to you. We play us a little turnaround. Okay, well, okay, look, just goes to D. Da, 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 do, 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 do,
Houston. Houston means the last day of a tour with food. Yeah, honey, you and God in heaven above. No, I love what I do for a living, I really do. But Houston, Houston means that I'm one day closer to you. We'll tag it, boys. Yeah, Houston. Houston means that I'm one day closer to you. Ba da da, ba da da, ba ba da 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 da. Something like that. <laughs> That's awesome. That's it. I love it, man. I love it. Well, thanks for doing that. We're gonna be right back with my brother Larry Gatlin. Brother Larry Gatlin. Hey, pal. And the Gatlinettes over here. <laughs> the Gatlinettes. Songs from a cellar choir. I like that one better. Man, we're going to talk about one of my, my absolute favorite songs ever. Of, I mean, ever. Uh, Done Enough Dying Today. I mean, that's, uh, I, mean, I, I re can still remember hearing it for the first time. It's like, um, it's that chill bump. I still get them, you know, and want to hear this song. And uh, I mean, how, how, did that, how did that come up? I try to pick <laughs> up my guitar once a day. All right. I try. Uh, either that or I pick up my putter. <laughs> Your <laughs> golf clubs, I so, know that. But sure. you know, if and I'll sit down and I'll fiddle around, and if some if it talks to me or if I have an idea, fine. If if I if it doesn't, I do not force this deal. This is not a job for me. <laughs> so I'll just put it down. So one night, many forty something years ago, first little house Janice and I bought, I went down in the basement, and I just took and it just. Well, my fingers, had ne I'd never played that chord in my life. I said, <laughs> I said that, that's, that's pretty. i got to write a song. I said, so I worked on it about an hour, nothing. So I put the guitar down. I walked upstairs. Because oh, I was in the basement, kind of like in the cellar. Walked upstairs. Was walking across the room to go get in bed with my beautiful wife, Janice. It's about midnight. I said, well, what am I going to do now? I have that beautiful melody I don't have. What am I going to do now? What, what will I what will I do now? What, what? And I turned back around, went down across the, the, the kitchen floor, went back down the stairs. And went, what will we do now? You tell me. The hour class is all out of sight. How could love slip through our fingers and leave nothing? On and how will we live now? You tell me with our hearts. No, no, not our, not all of us. How with parts, parts of our hearts. That's right. With parts of our hearts torn away. And then just literally out of the clear blue sky, uh, it died. Uh, just existing makes dying look easy. And I went, yeah, <laughs> do that again. Just existing makes dying look easy. But, but what if I die? Don't want to die tonight. But maybe tomorrow I've done enough dying 
today. I said, wow, that's good. <laughs> yeah. So I put the guitar, I worked on it for about an hour, put the guitar down, walked up the stairs, was walking across the kitchen to go get in bed with my beautiful wife, Janice. And I said, I'll never be able to sleep. That melody, that first verse is going to go through all night through my head. I'll never be, how am I ever going to go to sleep? I'll never sleep. Turned around, walked back across the kitchen, walked down to the epic of the guitar. How will I sleep now? You tell me. With only my arm by my side. Perhaps I'll learn sleep and all over. And just maybe without dreaming this time. Who'll make you laugh now? You tell me. Since you've sent your clown on his way, I'm, I don't think I'll cry. Just die laughing. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> but maybe tomorrow I've done enough dying. Today. Whoa, something like that. <laughs> this is this is so fun just talking about songwriters. We've been talking about Mickey Newberry. I mean, some of, I mean, my heroes too, and Chris Christopherson, and and uh, you know, it's funny because I get asked all the time about. As I know you do, um, you know about songwriting, you know, and I think, you know, they don't understand, you know, what it's like and and how how, how it's work, you know, crafting songs. I mean, sure. I think it's a it's a real art to it, you know. And um, I mean, what what do you say when people ask you that? If you want to write, write. If you want to write, erase and rewrite. If right. you really so, that's the little thing. Uh, just a few little things that I tell them, but. Uh, but the reading part, I was stuck in a traffic jam, and this is God's truth. <laughs> stuck in a traffic jam in 1978, right in front of the Hollywood Bowl. Right in front of me is a 1958 Mercury station wagon. Oklahoma license plates, kids, pots and pans, boxes. And I said out loud because I have no internal dialogue. It's all external. <laughs> I said, dear God, these poor Okies, look, they're coming from, uh, from Oklahoma to come to California. They think you're going to get rich and famous. They're going to figure out all too quickly that all the gold in California is in a bank in the middle of Beverly Hills in somebody else's name. <laughs> if I hadn't read Grapes of Wrath right. in Anne Louise Jones' senior English class and given a book report, I would not have known that. So I took my pencil and it took the Hertz rent-a-car slip. All the gold in California is in a bank in the middle of Beverly Hills in somebody else's name. Wow. The traffic jam broke up. I went over to Warner Brothers' studio. had a, a meeting with Mo Austin, the old producer. Oh. You know, yeah, at, at oh, Warner yeah. And then... Came back out in the parking lot. I had eight minutes until I had to leave that parking lot to go to another meeting. I said, you've got eight minutes. And I wrote All the Gold in California in eight minutes. Went home, sang it for the brothers. We recorded it. Six months later, it was the number one country song in the world. <laughs> yeah. So thank God for Anne Louise Jones and for John Steinbeck. Wow. And, and yeah. you know, reading and uh, good friends and neighbors who bought it. You think we might ought to I sing it? I think we it? should do that one. Yeah. Why? All the gold yeah. in California is in a bank in the middle of Beverly Hills. It's somebody else's name. So 
if you're dreaming about California, it don't matter at all where you played before. California's brand new game. Trying to be a hero, winding up a zero. Can scar a man forever, right down to his soul. Living on the spotlight can kill a man outright. Cause everything that glitters is not gold. Everybody now, and all the gold in California is in a bank in the middle of Beverly Hills. It's somebody else's name. So if you're dreaming, about California It don't matter at all Where you played before California's brand new game We love you, God loves you Thanks for coming to see the Gatlin boys And the Nyan and all Here we go I don't know, what, what do you say to that? Larry Gatlin, my brother Thanks for being sung for the cellar, my friend Thank God you love so you, much. pal Thanks, Enjoy guys. it, fellas Good job Great harmonies, boys I loved it Well done We'll see y'all down the road and go.